Thanks for tuning in. I'm Taylor Proctor, your confidence and content coach. This podcast is designed and designated for coaches and creators who want to create with confidence. That means whatever you're dreaming about, whatever you desire, whether it's the business, the life, the relationship, the money, whatever it is that you are dreaming of, this podcast is to help you get there and help you create that with confidence. We'll be diving into the areas of personal development, self-trust, and even the business side of things to help you fulfill your dreams. So thanks for tuning in and let's dive in. Hey there and welcome back. Today I'm excited to do something a little bit different than normal. I had the opportunity to recently speak at the Women Business in Success conference and due to some technical glitches, they were only able to catch the last half of my presentation on their recording. So I had the opportunity to re-record for them and I thought, you know what, why not share that here with you? Because I think it's incredibly valuable if you are a longtime listener, then you know that I help with confidence and content marketing. And this presentation was all about a key component of content marketing, specifically on social media, which is growing your know, like, and trust factor to grow your social audience and your ideal clientele. So that said, a little bit different than our normal podcast episode, and it's going to be a little bit longer. It was an hour long keynote presentation. And so this recording will be a little bit longer, but I hope it's extremely valuable to you. Now, if you are watching on YouTube, you will see this cut over to the presentation itself. If you are listening on the podcast, I encourage you to also go over to YouTube and check out the presentation. Although I don't think there's anything in there that is uh, not, you're not able to grasp verbally as well. So that said, hope you enjoy. If you have any questions about this, please let me know. I'd be happy to answer them in another podcast episode or even just in a direct message to you. So have a great day. And remember with the no like and trust factor, you can create with confidence. Hey, thank you so much for having me today. It's an honor to be able to speak to you and share my presentation today, which is using the know, like, and trust factor to grow your social following. As I mentioned, I'm so excited and honored to be a part of this conference and excited to be able to talk about the know, like, and trust factor. So in today's presentation, there's a couple of things that I can make sure that we go over. And the first is helping you learn how to build trust with your audience so that you can monetize your influence. I think that is crucial. So we'll be going over that today. Also, we'll help you discover how to create content that helps your audience and increases your likability. And then also I will provide some insight in how to show up confidently on camera and post about your life so that your followers get to know you. And if they get to know you, then they get to like you and then they get to trust you and you can see where this is going. <laughs> so really excited to dive into that topic with you today. And here's the thing. The reason we have the no like and trust factor is because you need content and you need content that works. So no matter where you are, what level you're at, or how many followers you have, or how long you've been in business, I promise that you're going to get something out of this presentation today around content marketing and specifically building your no like and trust factor. But I think it's important to explain who I am a little bit. So I have been in marketing for over 13 years. I've worked with clients like Google, Waze, Stanford University, and others, uh, Johnson & Johnson, and several others. I also work as a consultant as the chief marketing officer for an up-and-coming social media platform called Pivot, and I am the owner of my namesake, taylorproctor.com, because I am Taylor Proctor, and I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, what makes me even more of an expert in content and building that know, like, and trust factor for your marketing is I have over 500 podcast episodes over 200 YouTube videos in my career. I'm pretty sure I've written more than a thousand blog posts and I've been considered a guest expert on over 50 podcasts, internet shows, and even stages like this one. I have also been ranked as the international number one podcast to listen to for two years running. And I have a signature program called The Content Cure that helps coaches and course creators build content that converts with confidence. So uh, needless to say, I'm so excited to be here and to pull a little bit of that information for you today on building your know, like, and trust factor. 
So what is the no like, and trust factor? It's an easy way to segment your content, to build credibility and rapport with your audience. Because if you don't have credibility and you don't have rapport, they're not going to buy. Let's just face it, right? If you're buying a program or a course, you kind of need to know who the person is, what their credentials are, and like what they're doing and have trust they can get you the results that you want or the transformation that you want. Otherwise, you wouldn't buy, right? And so the know, like, and trust factor helps support your audience to know you, like you, and trust you eventually to convert, So what does that look like? I'll be diving into each one of these very specifically, but at a high level, what the NO stands for, which is K-N-O-W, it equals authenticity. And that means sharing the real you. That means getting to know who you are, what you stand for, and you showing up authentically helps your audience get to know who you are. And here's the thing. If you don't know somebody, it's really hard to make a determination. As humans, we all do this. We automatically go, oh, I like that person or I don't like that person, right? Well, you got to kind of know about that person to be able to make that decision or that judgment. So that brings us to the like section. And like equals logic. So you need to speak to your audience. You need to know them and speak to their pain points or play points and logically build that connection right? You can know of someone, but to know them and like them means that you're speaking a similar language. And we'll dive into this further in the presentation as well. And then lastly, we have trust. And trust equals empathy. Caring consistently for your audience by creating content for them is going to continue to build trust with them and them having trust with you, which then builds your know, like, and trust factor. So let's dive into the know section. Okay, so knowing. There is knowing of someone, and then there's knowing someone. I'm going to take a quick pullback here for a second. You may know of me, but do you actually know me, right? And knowing of someone usually equates to facts, So here, as I am presenting to you, you may be able to know of me very quickly by my hair color. Can't quite tell on camera, but I'm about five, seven. (laughs) So if you saw me in person, you'd be like, oh yeah, she's at medium height, right? Or you now know my occupation, right? I'm a coach and marketer. So if you are talking to someone and you're like, oh yeah, I watched this presentation by Taylor Proctor and they know of me, they might say things like, oh, is she that redhead coach and that redhead confidence and content marketing coach? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her. I've seen her at events. Is she, is she that redhead that's about five, seven, right? You know of someone, but knowing someone is a little bit different. It's like going from distant acquaintance to close friend. So actively knowing someone is sharing deeper information. It's sharing those next steps. You can easily know of me by my hair color, my occupation, my height, maybe the type of clothing I wear, or even the car that I drive. But if you actually were to know me, you may know that I like corny jokes. You know that I am married. I have two dogs. You know that my favorite color is orange, right? You start to know someone. And the way to build your no factor is to actively share deeper information. So I want you to take a second and think about the type of information that you share online on behalf of your business. Are you sharing surface level things? Maybe it's a quick selfie so that people can understand your hair color and things like that and what you look like. But are you sharing those deeper pieces? And those deeper pieces don't necessarily mean only about your business. I mentioned that like, I like corny jokes. You, if you follow me on social media, there's a high likelihood that you will see me telling a joke to my husband on video. Now that has nothing to do with my business other than It's a great way for you to get to know me at a deeper level. You know what to expect. And I'll go into that a little bit later here in this slide. But the point of it is, is that knowing someone means actually knowing them. 
And as business owners and coaches, it's up to us to help share that deeper, that more active information about ourselves so our audience can feel like they actually know us because we want them to know us. So what does that look like? Number one, sharing deeper details of your life. Showing client calls and things like that are amazing, but things like to-do lists, even like, this is what I need to do today. This is what's on my calendar. You're now sharing a deeper glimpse into your life so that your audience can get to know you. Additionally, those details of your life can be going out and doing fun things with your family. It doesn't have to be solely business related, but again, those details help your clients, potential clients, your audience know a little bit more about you. And this is really interesting because you see this all the time and there's the chances are when you see a coach, let's say you're looking to potentially hire someone and they're posting about something that they are interested in that's non-business related, you now have something you can connect with them on on a different and sometimes deeper level. So perfect example of this would be if you posted that you were going four-wheeling, off-roading in your Jeep. And you're like, this has nothing to do with my business, but I want my audience to know me. This is how I spend my days. Not all of them, but this is what I really look forward to. This is what I love to do. And you post about it and you show that you're having a good time and that you love this and it's a passion for you. Your audience members who also like that are like, hey, I like that too. That is awesome. And they immediately categorize you that they know you at a deeper level. And usually when you have shared interests, as humans, we do this naturally, we automatically go, oh, I like you. Like we have a shared interest. And it's really funny because if you look at this too, so uh, hairstylists, let's use them as an example, right? If you have a, if you're posting all the time about Disney and Disneyland and you love Disneyland and then you're posting about your hair, that the haircuts and the styles and your continued education and all of these things, you're going to start to attract, start to attract clients who, this is so awesome, also love Disney. Now, I don't know about all of you, but I spend a lot of time in the chair when I'm at my hairstylist. It's, it goes about three to four hours. And in that time frame, we talk about our shared passion of Disney and specifically Disneyland. We could talk about it all day. Well, that's four hours in the chair where we get to talk about things that we love and we're excited about as client and as professional, right? The two of us are bonding over something and that time goes so fast. And I feel like I know my hairstylist because we have a shared interest. Now, if she didn't share those details of her life, would I still go to her? Probably, yes. But if it was between her and another hairstylist, I'm going to go with the one I have a shared interest with. And that's an important piece of this no factor. So when you start to share these deeper details of your life, share your passion, share your interests, because your audience loves that and they want to get to know you on that deeper level. Other things and other ways of sharing deeper information looks like opinions, right? Now, these can be controversial opinions <laughs> like, you know, pepperoni and pineapple on pizza, right? Versus just plain pepperoni or just plain cheese. Now, obviously, there's other things like religious, health, political opinions and things like that. But when you share your opinions, you are bringing an audience to, to you who relates with you. And when they relate with you, they can feel like they know you. P.S. I do like pineapple on pizza and I'm not the biggest fan of pizza. So if it has pineapple on it, A+. <laughs> the other thing to share that's a deeper detail for you is your why. Why are you in business? Why are you sharing this information? Why do you care? That's a deeper level of information so that people can understand and know you and know why you're in business. And even if they weren't your ideal client, now if you start sharing why you are doing the things that you're doing, they know who you are. They know of you. They understand why. And they may not be the right fit for you, but now they know somebody who might be a right fit for you. And they know why you're doing it. They feel like they know who you are and they can now recommend and refer you. 
running jokes is another option. So like I said, if you follow me on social media, there's a high chance. And if you've now followed me on social media after watching this presentation, there's a high chance you're going to see a video of me telling a joke to my husband. Now, this is amazing because it has become a running joke between me, my husband, and my audience. Okay. And here's the beauty of this. First off, I love telling jokes. This isn't a strategic, okay, I'm going to tell jokes. So my audience knows me and likes me and trusts me. It's me showing up authentically as me. So I love super corny, funny, totally grown worthy dad jokes. And I tell them to my husband who does not think they are funny. Well, I am busting a gut. And I just started recording these interactions and posting them. And now it's become a running joke where people, when they see me and my husband together, my husband's name is James. I start every video with a, Hey James. And you know, that's the the joke is coming, right? So now people be like, Hey James, and come and tell him jokes, or I'll get messages to my inbox of people saying, Hey, you should tell James this joke. I want to see the video. I want to see his reaction, all these things. And it's become this interaction point with my audience. But there's a deeper level here as well. My audience knows me. The more of those jokes that I do, the more they know and understand that that's my sense of humor. That's my personality. They also know that I'm never going to tell a joke that's derogatory or degrading to another person or to other people's beliefs and opinions. They really are all funny, corny, grown-worthy, non non-intrusive, I'm going to say, uh, jokes. Like they're just plain good old fashioned fun. The kind of jokes that you can watch with your children in the car um, while you're waiting at a drive-through, if you will. But it helps my audience get to know me. And if they like those kind of jokes or they like my personality as I'm laughing my head off, my husband is rolling his eyes. Now they not only know me, but they like me, which will bring us to the next section here in just a minute. But other things that are deeper levels of information would be what made you smile today? Because chances are, it's going to help your audience smile as well. Now they know you and you've provided a a service in a way by just showing up as you. And overall, sharing the no information is more than your standard about info, right? It's not just your bio and everything within your bio. It's really coming out to play. Showing up as the real you so that your audience can see you at a deeper level because you are an exciting human being and your audience wants to see that and get to know you. And again, knowing someone is the first step and it's knowing someone, not knowing of them, is the first step to building your know, like, and trust factor, which can lead to converting clients. So the next piece of this is the like factor. Right. And that is liking with logic. So I want you to take a minute and think to yourself, what makes you like someone? I have a bulleted list here, but some of the things that can make you like someone are they inspire you or they make you they make you see things differently without judgment. Maybe their values and their opinions align with yours. Oh, I really liked what you had to say about topic X, Y, and Z. I agree. You feel good around them. Like this is huge, right? There's people that sometimes we have to hang out with and we're like, oh, I really don't like you. You don't make me feel very good. Well, you're not really going to buy from that person, right? You're not going to want to network, engage, collaborate, have a community with this person if you don't like them, right? And that starts with feeling good around them. And when we talk about online and content online, that still resonates, that still applies, right? The content that you share can either help your audience feel good about themselves or cannot. And that's up to you. But what makes you like someone is them feeling good around you or with you on their feed. Also, you can like their sense of humor or their style. Oh, I love how that person dresses. Automatically in your brain, you like them. Or you enjoy some of the same things, whether that's music, sports, hobbies, et cetera. And that's where we touched a little bit already in the no factor. When you share that deeper level content, it automatically has this Venn diagram of overlap, if you will, where the like factor almost immediately comes into play. So 
how can you create content that helps your audience naturally like you? And I think it's important to note here, this isn't about manipulation. You are showing up as you. You are showing up authentically and sharing your life so your audience can get to know you. And automatically, you're going to have some people go, hmm, I'm not, I don't like that. And you're going to have other people like, oh, I'm so in. I love this person, right? And so that's where this comes into play. It's not creating content so people will like you. It's creating content so your audience gets to know you and naturally likes you and then can apply a lens of logic. So this is where the logic piece comes in, is to help your audience like you and you're naturally already sharing your authentic self. The next piece is to turn your content towards them. So what does that look like? That looks like sharing aspirational content for your audience. And that can mean things like, If you have clients or your potential audience is like, I want to get to the point in my business where I can take a full day off and go get get a massage once a week. Well, when you're sharing your natural life, aka your no content, then as as you're sharing that you got to take a whole day off and you go get a massage every Tuesday, your audience goes, well, she must have it together because that's exactly what I want. And it's this aspiration to them that you are sharing that aligns with who you really are in your real life. Aspirational content can be also that stuff that you know that they want and you speak to it because logically they're looking to like you because you speak the same language and you have similar or you have already met their aspirations for their own life. Second piece of this is speaking in second person language. You're talking to your audience. That does not mean that you speak in they and them. You're speaking to you. I am speaking to you here on this conference here today, right? It's speaking to your audience, but speaking to them as a single person. So use your and eyes and things like that, that really connect with them in that second person language. Because logically, when we feel like we're being spoken to as a group in single content, as a content creator, I'm sitting here going, well, I'm speaking to so many people. I'm posting this up to my story and I have 10,000 followers. So they're all seeing it. And so I feel like I need to say, hi, everybody. But here's the thing. Well, it's getting spread to so many people those people, your audience are seeing it one-to-one. They're not all sitting together in a line be like, hey, did you see this? What they're doing is they're seeing it on their phone and you are speaking to them. So to help your audience learn to like you and logically it makes sense, speak to them one-on-one. Don't do a hi guys, do a hey there, how are you today? And it will make a lot of difference in helping your audience learn to like you logically. It just makes sense. The other piece of this is create valuable content that answers their pain points. So you've heard me talk about pain points and play points. Play points are those aspirational things that your clients and your audience want in their life. And pain points are the things that are really keeping them stuck. So your aspirational content plays to their play points and your valuable content should speak to their pain points. What are they struggling with? Do you have something that can help solve that? So if you are struggling with confidence on camera and I said, hey, here's five quick tips to help you be more confident on camera, you're like, yes, please, I want to know that. And then if that information is valuable to you, logically, I've just helped you work through your pain points. And so you're going to logically go, cool, I know Taylor, I really, I really like her and she's logically providing valuable information. I like her all the more. And in fact, I'm going to share this content with my friends because I like it, the content and her so much. So you want to share valuable content and this can be freebies. So this can be social content or this can be like low cost white papers, eBooks, guides, things like that, meditations, if you will, that can help answer those pain points. So this is also to say that like not all of your content needs to be completely free. This can be your like content can be a little bit more of that lower cost, but high value content to help continue to build your likability factor because you're solving their pain points with logic. And then lastly here, and this again overlaps with the no factor, is stories of you, your business, and your clients that showcase 
all of the above, right? So if I have a client who just landed or just completed their first six-figure quarter and now they're going on vacation, I can share that with their permission, of course, and be like, oh my gosh, congrats to so-and-so. I'm so excited for them. They just got their first six-figure quarter and they're going and celebrating in Costa Rica. That is so amazing. I'm so happy for them and so honored to have been a part of their journey as they were in my Content Cure program right? Now your audience is like, wait, I want that, right? But it's a success story from your, your clients, but also it's stories of you, your business, and all of these things that showcase the above. If I'm struggling with my own confidence on camera and I create, hey, I'm struggling a little bit, so I'm going to do this technique right now and I'm going to walk you through it with me. Now there's, sto- there's a story of me building and showing how this works with valuable content. So a little bit of an overlap there between no and like, and a little bit of trust too, but we'll get to that in a second. So there's your no factor and your like factor. Then we have trust and your trust is trust with empathy. So trust is all about the intersection of the past and the future. And this is from Tam Tao Fam. So it's taking the evidence from the past, which is sometimes your own past or your references, and taking that into the future. So everybody asks, what can I expect going forward? And it's taking the answer to that question and being able to apply it within a context of risk. So what that means is, how do I build trust with my audience? I need to know that they're asking themselves these questions. They're taking a look at any past information. Their brain automatically is pulling, okay, well, Taylor likes jokes, <laughs> right? How, how can I expect this going forward? Can I expect the consistency going forward? And then applying that in the context of risk when it comes to actually purchasing, right? So to trust a human being is being able to anticipate, generally speaking, how that person will behave in most future situations in which you may encounter them. And feeling comfortable taking a risk, which is often an emotional thing, based on that anticipated behavior. So how do we build trust? It shows up through consistency and transparency. And by transparency, what I mean is when you show up authentically, when you're building your no factor, when you are consistently sharing content that answers their pain points or their play points of your audience, and you're doing that consistently, Your audience now has a backlog of information already stored that they know you, you're transparent in your life, and they like you because you're sharing this information consistently that provides value to them, okay? So you need to have your know and like factor content running, being authentic, being transparent, doing it regularly to help set up the opportunity for your trust content to work. Now, I do want to take one side note here and mention that when I say consistency, I'm not saying you have to post 10 times a day every single day. But showing up regularly in your content is consistency and it will make a difference. And that's another topic for another day about consistency and what that actually means. But I just want to be very clear here. I am not telling you, you have to post 10 times a day, every single day for consistency to be a thing. It's more about showing up consistently in the energy of who you are, sharing content that supports your know, like, and trust factors to gain that trust. So what is trust content based on this premise? Trust content is social proof, okay? It's as simple as saying, I've helped over a thousand individuals gain confidence, improve their happiness and improve their business, right? Now there's social proof in numbers. I've helped X number of people. Now, this is also super helpful if you know your niche and your audience, right? Because if I can say, I've helped over a thousand coaches and course creators improve their business, in six month periods, right now you're like, okay, okay. So we have a track record and yep, I'm a coach. So that makes sense. Track record of success. She's helped all these coaches and a timeframe. Like that's awesome. Okay. And that social proof automatically provides a level of trust. 
Now, if you're just starting out and you don't have high numbers of I've helped so-and-so or I've helped X amount of people, that's okay. Do you remember back at the beginning where me as a content marketing coach, I said, I've done over 500 podcast episodes. I've done written over a thousand blog posts, been featured as a guest expert, right? Those are all different forms of content that I have numbers to help build social proof and back up. So hopefully you trusted me after I said those things because it makes sense. But if you don't have high numbers of things, you can still put, I, I've helped coaches and creators improve, blah, 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 blah. And obviously be within integrity, be honest, but you don't necessarily have to have the numbers, but as long as you've helped somebody, you can now use that as social proof, which then brings us to success stories. Now these can be your stories or they can be your clients or other people's stories. So what I mean by that is if you got success in your own personal life by doing the exercises or doing the program that you have now built out and it is a catalyst type of program, that's sharing your success story. Share that story of success because it will help build trust, right? And that can be yours. But also, as I mentioned earlier, if I have a client who just had their first six-figure quarter, that's an awesome success story that I can highlight to help build trust that my programs work. So success stories can look like case studies, which are took took person A from here, from X to Y, right? And those can be numbers, that can be income, that can be confidence level, whatever that may be. But that's a case study, essentially. Testimonials can be uh, poll quotes or even videos from your clients saying how great it is to work with you or what your program did for them. Quotes, I love to create trust building videos through interviews with my clients. And then I'm able to pull quotes of those and create those quotes on like Instagram in a more visual format, right? So you can pull quotes, you can pull testimonies, you can pull case studies, and it can even be screenshots. So how many times have you had somebody send you a message, a client, I should say, send you a message and on whether it's on Facebook Messenger or in a text or whatever, and they send you a message and say, this was so amazing. I absolutely loved it. This was incredible. Or it helped me get from here to here. Or because you said this, I changed my mindset here and everything has shifted and grown for me. Take a screenshot of that, ask for permission to share it and share it because that is a success story. And that can help build trust. And then continuing on our common thread across the know, like, and trust, share who you are and who you aren't. Share the real you that's automatically likable, right? You as you are already a very likable person. So show up as you and you'll continue to build trust because you show up as you consistently And with that transparency or that vulnerability, if you will, you start to build your trust. And you can also share who you're not. This kind of goes into the opinions of the like section, but share who you're not. So perfect example of this is five minutes ago. I just said, I never will share derogatory or degrading jokes. That's just not who I am. I'm not about that. Sharing who you are. I share funny, corny, grown-worthy, non-hurtful jokes, right? And that can help you get to know me, like me, and trust me. As I mentioned, you already know if you're a longtime watcher of the Hey James joke series, those are jokes you could watch in front of your kids. There's a trust factor there. There is no, "Mm, am I going to be able to watch this in front of my kids or do I have to laugh at this later, right? There's a trust factor there. So that is building your know, like, and trust factors. So what does this look like if we put it all together? And this is a high level look, but first and foremost, you need a consistent brand and consistent content pillars. And uh, (laughs) that's a different training subject for a different day, but consistent brand and pillars can help feed your know, like, and trust content. But what does that typically look like? And what percentages of your content should be know, should be like, or should be trust content? So your know content, once you have a consistent brand and your content pillars, should be introductory content, or as we call it in the funnel, awareness content. 
So that intro content helps build your no factor and helps your audience be aware of who you are. So who are you? What do you do? Who do you serve? And what does your life typically look like? That's your awareness or your no content, which I recommend to be about 40% of the content you create and you post online because it helps your audience get to know you. Now you'll see there's this funnel here in the middle. So we have 40% of awareness content, but it's a funnel. So it gets a little bit smaller. Well, if someone starts to know you and are like, you know what? I, I'm not into that. Or that's just, she's just not my jam. That's okay. They can kind of fall out of the funnel, but the people who are engaged with you, who do feel like they know you, they're going to move into information gathering. They're going to want to know more. And that is where your like content comes in. So your information gathering content, remember we said it's liking, but with logic. So you're providing solutions for them. So information gathering content can include things like how-tos, tactics, tips, and tricks of how to help, or even going live and sharing live help for your audience. Because now they get to see you in real time. They know that they like you, or they know that they know you. They're gathering information to determine if they like you and if you can help them through your business. So that brings us to evaluation. Now, I do want to share a funny little story about this first. There is no time frame for this funnel. You could have someone go through this funnel and binge your content in a day. I've had people, and I actually love this story. I had someone who was a longtime listener of the podcast and they gathered information and we set up a a consultation call. This was two years ago, set up a consultation call with this individual. And (laughs) then it didn't go anywhere. So I was like, okay, yeah, no worries. So I'm thinking they've just fallen out of my funnel. No big deal. Happy to continue to provide information, right? Awareness and information gathering, et cetera. And trust content evaluation, which we'll get there. Well, I thought they had fallen out of my funnel. They had gone back into information gathering and evaluation to see if my services would be a good fit for them. Two years later, out of the blue, I get a large amount of money coming in through my Stripe. And I'm going, what is this? (laughs) Turns out that that person who I'd spoken to two years ago had stayed in my funnel, continued to get to know who I was, continued to look for information to see if I'm a good fit or not, continued to evaluate, and then signed up, became a wonderful client. So there is no time frame with this funnel, but as you continue to provide awareness, information gathering, and trust content... That's the point of content that converts. It's going to drive people through your funnel at their own pace so that then they can become eventual clients. So evaluation, what is that? That is the trust content. So we're sharing about 40% awareness content, 40% information gathering content, and then we have 20% evaluation content. And that's the stories that build the trust. That's the social proof. That's the testimonials. That's the case studies. But it's stories of success in working with you whether it's your own or others, right? And the hope is, is that now they know who you are, they like you, they trust you, and they become a client when you have a product that serves them. You've been showing up consistently and you've been showing up as who you really are. So there is no surprises. They trust that you are the one for them and they are ready to convert. So that is how you put together the know, like, and trust content within your brand content marketing right? It's that consistent brand. It's those pillars. It's driving your audience through awareness, information gathering, and evaluation with your content so they can become easy converting customers. So your action step today is to create an authentic no-factor video sharing why you are watching this Business Women in Success conference and sharing how it helps you better serve your audience, right? So that's just a quick pull out your phone, film a video and say, you know what? I'm here, I'm watching this uh, Women Business and Success Conference. It is fantastic. And I'm learning so much that can help me better serve you as my audience. I'm learning X, Y, and Z, and I can't wait to apply it right? So that is your action step. Create an authentic no-factor video showing your audience 
the details of your day because here you are, uh, but also what you're learning, how you're applying it and how it can serve them. Now you're building your no factor, but you're also serving a little bit of that like sauce as well. So that is your action step from today's uh, presentation and from attending and watching, knowing your no like and trust factor to grow your social following. So I did promise you though, that I would help you be uh, able to have a little bit more confidence and charisma on camera as well. So if I told you that action step and you were like, oh gosh, I don't want to be on camera. (laughs) This section is for you. Number one, be you. If there's one thing we've all learned from TikTok, it's that you can be the realest you and there are people who are like you and can and want to be in your community. So first and foremost, don't worry about being perfect. Don't worry about if you say um a whole bunch of times or anything like that. Just be you. And automatically that will increase your confidence and your charisma on camera. Next, look at the camera like it's your best friend. Don't look down. Don't watch yourself on film. But instead, look at the camera and act like you're talking to your best friend. This will help you be you first and foremost. And second off, it'll help you feel a little bit more confident and show up as you. Second, never give a presentation. So for instance, this presentation, I would never give this presentation if I wasn't excited to sit through it myself. So hopefully for you is high value, action packed, plenty of great gold nuggets that you can act on and implement. Because if you're giving a presentation or you're recording a video that you wouldn't want to sit through, chances are your audience doesn't want to either. And that brings me to engaging your audience. When you are on camera, ask your audience questions. Now, keep in mind, remember, in our like content, we are speaking in second person. So did you like this video, right? Did you like this information? What do you think about this? I'm constantly struggling with X, Y, and Z. How do you work through it? Whatever that may be, but ask questions of your audience so that they engage because you're talking to them like it's a best friend. You want it to feel like it's a two-way conversation. So if you are watching this, <laughs> watching this video, of course you're watching it, right? And you have questions, put those questions in the comments right now. Put those, um, do like a like or a heart or something if this is resonating with you and engage, please. <laughs> the other thing to remember is it is always about passion over perfection. I'm gonna say that again. It is more important to have passion over perfection. I would rather watch somebody jumping up and down and being so excited about their products than have every single bullet point of exactly precisely what it contains and it feels really like perfect, right? I want to see the passion come through because people will buy energy. So when you are on camera, share your passion. Don't worry about perfection. Keep it simple on your camera and on your technology right? Don't try to have a million things all at once. It's just you, your camera and go. You don't have to have everything be perfect on the tech side either. And it's important thing to remember here too, and this aligns with your passion over perfection. When you go from thinking to feeling, right? So you're not overthinking everything, but you're feeling into your content. You're feeling into it's you, you're on camera, you love it. And you love what you're sharing with your audience. When you go from thinking to feeling that your audience goes from feeling to willing, right? They're willing to come with you on that journey. And that is how you can increase your charisma on camera. So again, if you saw that action step and you're like, choke up, I don't want to be on camera remember these quick steps and maybe even take a screenshot, right? Because this is simple things that you can do to have your confidence on camera and to really engage your audience with passion, help them get to know you, help them like you and help them trust you. So now that you've got a plan, right? You've got your no content, you've got your like content, you've got your trust content. You might be thinking, I don't know what social channels to be on or you don't know what type of content you should create within your no like, and trust factors. Or maybe even though I just gave you a quick training on confidence on camera, some quick tips, you're like, I'm not really good at lives or I'm not good on video. Or maybe you're like, I've been wanting to do a podcast, but I'm not good at audio content. 
or you don't like how you look or sound when you create content. Here's something I need you to know. When you're not worried about how you look or how you'll be perceived or how you sound, but you're more concerned with truly creating and sharing content that helps your audience, that is when your content marketing can thrive and take your business to those next levels. So now that you've got a plan, if you are thinking through those things, I want to share a couple of options for you because you can be the best coach, the best business owner, but without content, consistent clients don't really exist. Now, if you've posted content here and there and you've gotten clients from it, but they're not consistently showing up because you're not consistently posting content, uh, hello, you know you need to post content and you'll have consistent clients, right? But without the ability to confidently create content that converts, it's the same as struggling to share your business as if your mouth was shut. It doesn't happen. So I want you to take today this presentation and walk away with knowing that you can build your know, like, and trust factor. You know the details, but you have to take action on it. You have to create that content consistently because otherwise it's like struggling to share your business with your mouth shut. Nobody knows. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows what value you can provide. Nobody trusts your services because you're not posting. So if you're still like, okay, but, <laughs> but Taylor, uh, I would love to offer a complimentary consultation to help you. Complimentary content consultation. Uh, it's a one-hour call where we walk through your social media profiles and website with fresh eyes. I'll point out areas where you can improve your know, like, and trust factor and help you get a game plan for your content moving forward. So the first seven people who message me their name, email, and their phone number will get this free consultation plus a bonus training on how to use Canva for your brand. So cool bonus training in there. If you're like, I want to use Canva for my brand and use it to create content then you definitely want to be one of the first seven people to sign up for this complimentary content consultation. I want to walk you through how you can apply the know, like, and trust factor to your own content and to your own business. So it's easy as texting my number at 435-201-1137. And again, that is 435-201-1137. And if you just message me your name, your email, and your phone number, and you're one of the first seven people to do so, I will give you a complimentary content consultation and a bonus training on how to use Canva for your brand. So kind of the, the big whammy there, if you will, to help you apply what you've learned today to your business specifically. And if you're like, that's awesome, I really want to do that. But I feel like, you know how you mentioned consistent brand and pillars and a couple of other things like that. What does that all, what does that all mean? How do I apply that to my content strategy? I'm happy to share with you my six-week program, The Content Cure. It's a six-week mastermind-style course that helps you step-by-step -step grow your online coaching business by using content and social media. It helps you learn how to position yourself as an authority, build a pain-free content plan, confidently go live, share your message, get your ideal clients, et cetera, all without paid ads or a complicated website. So if you'd like to learn more about the Content Cure, you can go to contentcure.taylorproctor.com. And really what that looks like is the six weeks are six live training modules going over programming your mind for confidence and success, finding your ideal audience and defining your message, unlocking your best content pillars, topics, and channels, building your know, like, and trust factor at a deeper level than what we went into here today, getting traffic leads and clients, TLC, and knowing what to do with them, and then personal management and what to expect next now that your content is taking off. Also, this includes three bonus training materials, creating a memorable brand and building your offer, uh, content cure and coaching success blueprint, and a deeper dive than the training you got today on confidence and charisma on camera with exercises and things that you can do to actively build that for yourself. So if you're an expert in your craft, but you have felt overwhelmed when it comes to branding, business, and marketing, you've got a few clients here and there, but don't know how to take it to that next level and get your ideal client through your content that you're spending time creating. 
If you know that you need to create compelling content that resonates with your audience, but you're not quite sure where to start, what to say, or how to confidently share your message without getting the sweaty palms and stammering all over the place. If you got into business to help people, but you can't seem to crack the content code and stand out from the crowd. And if you want time and freedom that comes from having a winning coaching business, whether that means the ability to work from home, choosing your own hours, or traveling the world, the Content Cure can help you set up your business for success so that you can have all the things that you want. So we have several people who've gone through the Content Cure. Uh, We're starting our fourth round and the last week of April, I believe that's April 25th. And we've had several people have incredible experiences with the Content Cure finding so much value, loving the organization and the structure. There's even been concepts that you may have heard before. In fact, you may have heard about the learn or you may have learned or known about the no like, and trust factor before, but suddenly they make sense when you have them in a structured setting that builds on itself in the content cure. And we've got a couple other people who have had amazing experiences with the content cure. And if you go to contentcure.taylorproctor.com, you can actually watch the videos from all of these amazing coaches and creators who've gone through the program and experienced success with it. So if you are here on this recording on this presentation at this conference today, you can get the content cure for $1,497 investment. And the first seven people, I love that seven number, the first seven people to sign up for the content cure from this actual presentation also will get a comprehensive content and marketing audit, three VIP one-on-one coaching sessions with me, an intuitive strengths business blueprint, which is a really cool service that I offer, and a three-month membership to the Best Book Club. That's over $800 in extras for attending this conference here today. So you can go and check that out at contentcure.taylorproctor.com. And again, if you want to take advantage of the complimentary content consultation, you can send me a text with your name, number, and email at 435-201-1137. So after the content cure, you'll know how to attract high paying clients that love your content and love what you post on social media. You'll confidently know how to communicate your value and your message to your potential and ideal customers. Learn how to confidently create content that attracts your audience and helps them want to buy from you. No more sitting there going, I don't know what to post and will it work? You'll easily be able to share your mission and get paid without fear of rejection. Understanding how to solve content roadblocks within your business and have a full community of support as you achieve your goals. And you become the expert in your niche, having a recognizable brand, leaving a lasting impact through your business and online. So thank you so much for the opportunity to present to you here today. Such an honor to be a part of such an amazing conference. And I hope that this presentation really resonated with you. And I'm excited to see you act on your homework and start acting on and building your content as it aligns with the no like, and trust factor. Thank you so much. And if you want to learn more information about me or my services, I hope you'll sign up for the complimentary content consultation. Go check out content here at contentcure.taylorproctor.com or see a bigger picture of everything at taylorproctor.com. Thank you so much.